Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real. I am your host, Irene Coates, and thank you guys so much for tuning in on today. I have some good stuff to talk about, but before I do, I want to just announce to you guys my uh, new Instagram page, um, Let's Be Real. For those who've been following me and listening to the podcast, um, you know that I have directed you guys to my Instagram page at uh, IC underscore scissorhand. Well, after today, we want to disregard that um, Instagram page and you guys go over to Let's Be Real Irene. Okay, and on that page, you can contact me, you can direct message me um, any comments, concerns, suggestions, or um, topics um, that you will be interested in me discussing. Um, Also, I just want to just tell you guys just how excited I am and just so grateful um, for the opportunity that I received on um, Monday. No, I'm sorry. This past Tuesday, right? So this past Tuesday, um, I had the opportunity to go and um, fellowship with my sisters. Um, that was hosted by the leading lady, Sarah Jakes. Um, I am so full still today. Today is Thursday. I am still so full. I have um, had the honor to meet her personally and to take a picture with her. Um, but that's not the, that's not the most important part of my experience. My, uh, the experience I had, um, before, actually before I went, I I, I talked to God and I, I told God, I said, listen, God, I said, listen, this cannot be just another conference. This just cannot be another meetup for me. Um, I am expecting something out of it. And let me tell you that God truly blew my mind. Um, There were some things that I needed confirmation um, on, and God did just that. He gave me the confirmation that I was seeking. So that told me right then and there um, that God has an ear, and God can hear you. God wants to have a conversation with you. He wants to talk with you. And so if you are one of those persons out there that are wrestling with doubt or um, 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 uncertainties about life and just the things that you're facing in this moment, take some time off just to have a conversation with God. And listen, you don't have to be well-spoken. You don't have to be so articulate in what you say. Just go to God and have a conversation as if you're talking to um, talking to God um, as your homeboy or homegirl or sister or brother. Just have a, a casual conversation with him and see what the results lead into. Okay? So, I'm just going to talk about today. Um, I'm not going to hold you long. I just want to kind of hit some key points. Um, but... What led me to have this discussion is that um, um, Sarah Jake's tagline was um, called, um, oh, God, help me. Uh, help me, help me, God. What was the tagline? Refuse to lose. That was the tagline. And that tagline said a lot um, in itself. And I, I am sure that it spoke to every woman in that audience um, in a different magnitude. Um, it definitely spoke to me 
because I have decided that I will win at everything. And not, not only did I choose that, not only did I make my mind, not only um, do I believe that I am a winner, God confirmed that I will win. He confirmed that um, in this life, I will win. In all my struggles and all my uh, adversities and all of my trials, I will win them, right? So today we're going to talk about how to overcome the fear of failure. And this topic, I'm sure, is going to hit home to a lot of people because we all, uh, in some sense, deal with the fear of failure. So whether it be um, fearing that you may fail in life, um, fail, fail at your career, fail with finances, fail in your marriage, fail in relationships, fail in schools or just new adventures that you are interested in and in taking on, just failing at anything, whatever it is, I think we all in some sense have that um, sensation of the possibilities of failing, right? So today I want to just talk about it. I want let's 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 talk about it. You know, let's keep it real. Let's talk about it because at the end of the day, um, we 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 can't ever overcome some things until we, you know, attack it head on. We have to deal with it. We have to face that thing, whatever it is that we're dealing with, and we have to face it with all honesty. We have to face it with truth, right? So we understand, at least I do, I understand that, you know, the fear of failing is a mental disorder. I believe, I believe that it's a mental disorder. And the reason I say that because we, we don't necessarily, excuse me, we, doesn't, we don't necessarily um, wrestle with fear in our, in our physical being. We wrestle with fear in our mental being, right? So... What that means is this. Failure puts a constraint on our minds, okay? Because we wrestle with fear in our mind, in our mental state, it constrains our mind, right? Because we understand that our mind is the motor to our being. Our mind is the motor to um, this body that we dwell in, right? So if our mind is um, hijacked, then guess what? Everything else about us will be hijacked, right? Failure holds you to, it it holds you hostage uh, because your mind won't allow you to see past your fear, right? So whatever fear or whatever fears you may have, the more you um, meditate, the more you put emphasis on that fear, then guess what? It holds you hostage. It paralyzes your potential and prevents you from experiencing true happiness. Right? So how do we attack fear? Uh, fear? How do we attack it? We have to first recognize uh, where it, um, where fear is housed. Okay? We understand now that fear is housed in our minds. Right? And once we allow fear to lay dormant, to take residence in our minds, then it begins to influence our hearts, right? So, um, we have to make sure that we, um, 
uproot this spirit of fear. We have to make sure that we um, cast this fear to the side, that we um, terminate that fear, right? It's time to terminate that contract. It's time to get rid of fear. How do we do that? Okay. As I said, we have to identify what that thing is that we fear the most. What are we fearing? And we have to ask ourselves, why do we fear? Right? Why do we fear? Right? So we have to understand that in this life, we have to strategize. We have to, you know, act as an athlete, right? Because when an athlete prepares for a competition or a game, they strategize to uh, they strategize for the win, right? They're not strategizing and preparing to lose. They're preparing to win. They don't know if they're going to win their game, but their mentality, that athletic mentality has equipped them to strategize for the win, right? So at the end of the day, we have to begin to strategize for the win. The word of God says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of it. That means if there's anything that you're lacking in your life, if there's anything that you're lacking that will prevent you from succeeding, go to God. Go to God. Take counsel from him. Okay. And after you've taken counsel from God, find someone that has achieved that very thing that you are afraid of. Find out what they did to achieve it. Right? So you have to prepare yourself mentally to accept the trophy. You have to prepare just as an athlete does. They prepare themselves for the win. Whether or not they know for sure that they're going to win, they are already in their mind setting themselves up for the win. Right? So you have to start, you have to see yourself as a winner. I'm sorry, as a winner. You have to begin to speak to yourself. And I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, you may feel a little crazy, you know, for having a conversation with yourself. But let's be honest, we all in some sense talk to ourselves. And that's not a bad thing, right? Because self has um, multiple layers to it, right? Self have multiple layers to it. So we have to begin to speak to thyself. The Bible says to think yourself happy, right? So that goes to show you the power of the mind. That goes to show you the power of our thoughts, right? Our thoughts, you know, um, I've heard uh, a medical doctor say in the past that um, our brain is the most powerful strongest muscle in our bodies, right? It's not our heart. It's not our triceps and biceps. It's our minds. Our mind, our brain is the strongest muscle. And here's the thing. So many times we are uh, giving more attention to the outer parts of our bodies. We are, we are training our outer muscles, the, the, the physical muscles, the things that we want people to see, those um, arms, those nice big arms, those nice big thick legs, um, that four pack, six pack, or, you know, whatever it is physically that people can see. We put more emphasis on those things. We train our bodies, but we never put emphasis and time into training our minds, Right? 
So if we want our mind to be stronger as we do our physical bodies, we have to train our minds. We have to put in the work. How do you train your minds? We train our minds with the things we put into our minds, right? We train our minds with words, things that we see, things that we hear. We have to train our mind, right? The Bible said that there is a way that seems right to the man, but the end thereof leads to destruction. So in other words, what I'm saying is, um, you know, yes, it's cool to train our physical bodies. That's perfectly fine, right? But here's the thing. You can go into the hospital, right? Um, let, me, let me just retract it. Let's just say this, right? You can get a migraine headache, right? And that migraine headache cripples your entire body. You see what I'm saying? It's one thing for you to have muscle aches. It's one thing for you to strain your muscles from working out, but you can still function, right? You can still move around. You can still go about your daily duties. But at the end of the day, if you get a crippling headache, a migraine, it literally paralyzes your entire body. It does because your brain, your mind is, excuse me, it's the motor to your physical being. It is the motor to your body. It controls everything on you and in you. Right? So we have to start thinking about uh, failure in a different aspect, right? Because failure is the opponent to winning. So you have to choose whose team are you going to play on? Are you going to play on the on the failing team? Or are you going to play on the winning team? Okay? So you have to choose. It's a choice. God has given us all free will. Right? And you have to also remember this. That you have the power to win. When God created you, he created you in his image and in his likeness. And if God is a winner, then you are a winner. Because you represent, you you are a replica of God, right? So if God is a winner, then you too are also a winner. So you have to train your mind. You have to train your mental state. You have to arrest that fear. And you have to imprison it somewhere else. You have to kick it out of your mind, right? In other words, you have to evict it. If that fear is, 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 um... Uh, laying in your home, if that fear has taken residence in your mind, then you have to evict that failure or that fear. You have to evict it. So you have to change how you think about yourself. Okay? So when you allow failure to cause doubt in one area of your life, it will then cause you to fail in other parts of your life. Right? So failure is like a virus. It constantly grows until you have some form of antibiotic or some type of uh, vaccine or something that can kill it. Right? Because if if you don't kill it, it's just going to keep growing. It's just going to keep manifesting in other parts of your life. So if you are afraid of feeling it, failing at one thing, guess what? You are creating... Um, habitation for fear to 
uh, cause other parts of your life to fail. Everything starts in the mind. Everything starts in the mind, right? Our mind, again, is the motor to our bodies and our abilities. We are, we are only as strong, only as powerful, only as successful as we think we are, right? You know, most um, celebrities or most successful people tell, you know, those person who are coming behind them, if you, um, if you, whatever you put your mind to, you can do it, right? And that is true. Whatever you put your mind to it, you can do it right? There are so many scriptures that um, can help you overcome fear. Because again, fear is in our mind, right? Fear is in our mind. It is. It's, it's, it's a way of thinking. And and when you are, are um, constrained to think in a certain way, then it becomes a lifestyle, right? And then you begin to attract certain things you begin whatever you think whatever you think it becomes a part of you right and when it becomes a part of you it's like a magnet it began to attract certain things to your life certain things that you really don't want to be a part of your life you begin to attract those things so again we have to make sure that we are taking evaluation of our life we are we have to evaluate our life daily right we have to give thought to how we think and how we live and where we go and what we do and what we are putting putting in you know on the inside of our bodies on we have to start cultivating those things that we can't see with the natural eye right because we care so much about what people think about us that we put so much time into making a physical part of us and the outside part of us look so appealing until the inside, the internal parts of us are deteriorating, right? So you can't have, um, you can't live a, 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 um, a life that's not, that's not balanced. You have to have a balanced life, right? So that same energy that you put into looking good, going out, buying all this nice, expensive makeup to make yourself look good. You have so many people who are um, um, changing their outer outer appearance. Um, they, I'm sorry, excuse me. There are so many people out there who are changing their outer appearances because they want people to see them a certain way. But they don't realize that what they want people to see is really internal. It's the internal things that you want people to see. But at the end of the day, if you are not happy with yourself, you can't expect these outer, uh, um, these outer changes to make people um, appreciate you or those outer changes are not going to make, uh, make yourself more appealing to the people, Right? Because the Bible said man sees the outer appearance, but God sees the heart. It's the inward stuff that we need to start focusing more on. It's those, those flaws of unforgiveness, um, jealousy and strife and covetedness. You know, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, of us, a lot of people walking around operating in a spirit of covetedness and don't even realize it. 
What am I saying? It's things out there that we see in social media, right? That we had never, ever thought of until our eyes saw what, you know, what it was on social media, right? Now, all of a sudden, you want a nice waistline, you want a big butt, or you want flat stomach, or, you know, nice teeth, uh, long, pretty tresses. You want all these things. When it was, at one time, it wasn't a thought. But because it's becoming so present in society, now you want to be a part of the norm. But your inward man is saying, no, that's not even you. That's not me. I'm still not happy. I'm not happy. I look good on the outside, but my inside is torn. I am dying on the inside. I am deteriorating on the inside. I am hurting on the inside. I feel lost on the inside. So we have to give more, we have to put more emphasis on the internal parts of us. Because those internal things is what's hijacking hijacking our success. So, guys, we have to do better. We have to do better. Because if not, fear is going to kill us. And that's hard to say, but it is. How does it kill us? It kills our dreams. It kills our ambitions. It kills our desires. It, it kills the greatness that God have invested in you. Right? You are a winner. You were born to win. You have to tell yourself that you we're born to win. Okay? Get in the mirror. And I'm sorry, in a mirror. I can't talk today. I don't know what it is, but my tongue is very twisted today. But you have to tell yourself, talk to yourself until you can overcome whatever that fear is, right? The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. That says a lot. So however you think of yourself, trust and believe that's what you're going to become. That's who you are. Until you change. Until you change what you think about yourself, right? You have to, you know, every day make a, make a, um, put forth the effort to just change something, make something different. Um, you know, change, change, you know, how you think, change what you see and what you say. Just because your parents failed at, you know, their marriage doesn't mean that you're going to fail at your marriage. Just because your coworker got fired doesn't mean you're going to get fired. Just because your cousin started a business and it didn't succeed doesn't mean your business business isn't going isn't going to succeed. Right? Just because somebody told you as a kid that you that you weren't anything, that you weren't nothing, doesn't mean they were telling you the truth. So what words are you holding on to? Who told you something? Who told you a lot and you believed them? Who told you that you were just like your father or you were just like your mother? Who told you that you weren't going to be successful? Who told you that you weren't going to be anything in life? Huh? Who told you that you were going to die at a young age? Who told you that there, that there wasn't anything else that they can do for you? 
Who told you all these things? And you believed it. Right? So you have to... You have the power to overcome fear. You have that power. First off, you have to understand, especially if you are a believer, that you are automatically a winner. Why? Because you are a child of God. The Bible said that Jesus has overcome the world. Therefore, you shall be an overcomer. So you have the power already that's that's already on the inside of you to overcome some things right so you have to you have to just get in a get in a place to where you can actually embrace it you can embrace winning it doesn't matter how uncomfortable it feels it's gonna feel uncomfortable for a little while because you have been in captivity for a while dealing with the fear of failure so when you start thinking as a winner, it may be a little uncomfortable, but ride it out. Ride it out. Some people may call you cocky. Some people may call you overly confident. Whatever they say, you know, oh, it's, it's all good. Oh, well, you know, because if you don't think you're great, who's going to think you're great? Right? So here, here, just a, here, here are a few points on what I believe you can do to overcome fear. And the reason I say this is because I have dealt with the spirit of fear. And even as, as, as I speak to you guys, I am reminded of some of the things that I at one time feared and how now it doesn't even cross my mind because I have overcome those things. I have overcome those fears. I have made a sound decision that I will no longer allow fear to um, dictate my success. I will no longer allow fear to um, abrupt anything that God has promised me. You have to understand that. Um, you have to understand that we overcome just by we overcome with just our words. So our words alone can change the narrative. Our words alone can change um, the direction in which we're traveling. So you can retract some things, right? You can retract some things. But at the end of the day, if you allow those words to take root, it's going to grow. It's going to grow. So I I, I just, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I just ask that you begin to sow seeds into your own life. Don't wait on someone else to sow seeds into your life. You start sowing your own seeds. What's what what type of harvest do you want? What type of harvest do you want? And whatever harvest that you want to 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 uh fulfill your vineyards, then I suggest you begin to plant those types of seeds. Right? So the first thing you can do to overcome fear to overcome the fear of failure is to see yourself winning. Sometimes get alone. You have to you have to just kind of fast from all this world noise. It's so much stuff that's going around going on around us that sometimes it can just be overwhelming. And so you have to just 
isolate yourself for a little while and meditate. And when you meditate, begin to see yourself as a winner. Okay? The second thing you can do is admit and understand your your inabilities. A lot of times we um, are working toward things that we don't have the ability to accomplish. So when you don't have the ability to accomplish these things because you have stretched yourself so far past your abilities, then it, it allows room for failure. It allows room for failure. So you have to, you have to know what you're most competent at and whatever that thing that you're most competent at, let that be your gear. Let that be your guide, right? Don't stretch yourself past your inabilities. We all have limitations and whatever those limitations are, embrace them. It's okay. It's okay. The third thing Deal with every lie or past experience that has made you believe that you can't win. Let me say that again. Because there's so many times parents, relatives, um, employers, um, society, policies, governments, they put all this, um, they, they, they sow all these false accusation and false narratives um enter our lives as kids and even as adults and we tend to hold on to those words and we we allow those words to um navigate our life right so we're no longer the pilot of our life because we have allowed all these lies to influence us And because we have allowed them to influence us, we have allowed them to constrain us, right? So we have to deal with the lie. We have to deal with our past experiences. And once you deal with that and you kick that mess out, then guess what? You have more room to flourish. You have more room to flourish. So you have to debunk all those lies that someone have ever told you. Maybe your ex-husband told you that you weren't good enough. Maybe he said that no one wanted you. Maybe he said that you you weren't beautiful. Maybe your mother told you or your father told you that you were going to be a deadbeat. Maybe they told you that you were ignorant. Maybe they told you that you weren't... um, um, successful, you weren't smart, that you don't have the abilities to, to be great, to maybe they told you weren't, you weren't, you didn't have enough skills or experiences to handle a certain job. Maybe someone told you that you weren't a leader, right? And I learned a long time ago that whenever the enemy says no to you, God is saying yes. Whenever the enemy says no to you, God is saying yes. Because you have to understand this, that the that failure is um, an opponent of winning, right? So you have to, again, attack that thing head on, deal with it, 
no matter no matter if it brings back uh, past hurt, you have to deal with it. Get past it. And the only way you can get past it, you have to face it head on. All right? Find people around you who are winning that can inspire you, right? So many times we isolate ourselves and we try to do things on our own instead of inviting good, wholesome, godly, uh, influential people into our lives that can help motivate us, that can inspire us, that can help direct us, right? A lot of times we fail because we don't have guidance. We don't have uh, a good influence. We don't have direction. So we need people that can help us navigate this life or navigate through this uh, plan of success. Okay. The next thing, speak out of your mouth what you want your life to be until you believe it and until it manifests. Our words have power. The Bible says this. He says, um, um, oh God, help me. It's like my, I just lost my thought. But the Bible says this out of the abundance of the, of the heart, the mouth speaks. He said, life and death is in the power of the tongue. He said, speak those things that be not as though there were. So at the end of the day, that shows you how powerful our words are. Everything that we see around us was created from words. God spoke and it became. He spoke and it was. So you have to begin to speak out of your mouth what you want your life to be. What you want to manifest in your life. And the more you speak it, you begin to believe it. And when you believe it, you can see the manifestation of it. Okay? The next thing, seek God's counsel. So, a lot of times we take counsel from everybody but God. You want to seek God's counsel so that he can give you the right strategy to succeed. God said, I give you power to get wealth. Right? God gives us the power to get wealth. And if he gives us power to get wealth, then guess what? He will give us the necessary strategy to succeed. He said, if you diligently seek me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. So if you seek God's counsel, he will give you the necessary strategy to succeed. He will give you the necessary strategy for you to succeed. Right? So, we have to remind ourselves, okay, that our mind is so powerful. It is so powerful. God gave us so many scriptures about the mind, about how we think. It's, it's, it's just amazing. So, it's no reason why we should be struggling in our minds because he's given us what we need to overcome those strongholds. Right? The Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right? That's Romans 12 and 2. That's a scripture we all should, we should know by heart. Right? For so long, we have allowed the world to conform us and we begin to think like them. Right? And fear is a part of this world. He also said, think on those things that are true, honest, 
pure, just lovely kind and of a good report. See, when you begin to think on those things, guess what happens? It changes your mentality. It changes your mentality. It changes your outlook on life. That's Philippians 4 and 8. He says, set your mind on things above and not earthly things. That's Colossians 3 and 21. See, I'm giving you something to work with. Y'all go back and look up these scriptures. Okay? Read those scriptures. He said, he said, also, he said, to think yourself happy. <laughs> so that means when you're going through something, you have the power to think yourself happy. You have that power. All you have to do is shift your thinking. Shift your thinking. So that lets you know that you have the power to overcome fear. Right? Now, let's go back to some more things you can do to overcome fear. The next thing you want to do, you want to accept the win. Whether it be big or small, you want to accept the win. Okay? So don't allow yourself to compare your win with someone else's win. A win is a win by any means necessary. A win is a win. Set some small goals and work toward achieving them. That's the next thing you want to do, right? You want to set some small goals. Don't try to expand yourself, you know, past what your capabilities are. Start small and then build yourself up. And once you set those goals and you achieve those small things, then guess what? It encourages you to to create bigger goals, right? The next thing I want you to do is uh, applaud yourself and celebrate your accomplishments, all right? So that goes hand in hand with setting the small goals and working toward achieving them. I want you, once you achieve them, applaud yourself and celebrate it as if it was the biggest invention, the most successful create creation that you could have come up with, right? You celebrate it because it's still a, um, a success. It's still um, an accomplishment, right? And last but not least, understand that failure is, the, is um, delayed success. I'm going to say this again. Understand that failure is delayed success. What am I saying? Whatever you failed at in the past, that is delayed success because you can always go back to that thing and see what you've done wrong and capitalize off your failure so that you can do it right the next time. So you can always go back and say, I did this wrong. I should have done this. Maybe next time I can do this. You can revise. Ha! You can revise failure. It's all about how you think about it. All right? So y'all continue to be great. Continue to um, live your best life. And your best life is not, we're not putting a period behind it, right? Because your best life is constantly evolving. You want to make sure that you're evolving into who God created you to be. God created you to be great. And there are a lot of people who are depending on you. God wants you to be a miracle. God wants to use you to show the world that 
Um, he is God. And that if he could do it for you, he could do it for somebody else. Right? It's somebody who knows your backstory. It's somebody out there that knows where you come from. It's somebody that's just that's actually silently rooting for you. It's people out there that want to see you win. Trust me. There are people who out there that want to see you win, but you got to want to see yourself win, right? You are a winner. You have the victory. You have the victory, okay? And so I'm speaking to all of you guys out there who are listening to this podcast. Just understand that every day that you get up, you have another opportunity to win, right? You have another opportunity to win. I want you to sketch out your life. You be the designer of your life. Don't let nobody else design your life for you. You design your own life. We are all architects. We all have the spirit of creation because God created us. And because we are um, a replica of him, we have the power to create. So you create your life for you. You tear down those barriers. You be the first at something, right? Because some of you out there, God is using you to be the Joseph of your family. God is using you to be the Mary of your family. You are the prophet of your family. You are the saving grace of your family. And I have to say this because some of you guys out there don't believe it. But believe it, you're not going through some of the things that you're going through on purpose. Everything in life is intentional. God is um, directing you. He's the one that's guiding you. Even when you should have lost your mind, he didn't allow you to lose your mind. Even when you want to empty that bottle of pills and commit suicide, God didn't allow you to die. Ha! He didn't allow you to die because he created you to win. You will overcome. You are going to overcome every struggle, every obstacle, every failure that the the enemy have lied to you about. You have the victory. Okay? So put your jersey on. Go and put your uniform on and run up and down that field and kick that ball. Shoot that ball in that hoop. I don't care what it is. Whatever it is that you do. Do your best, and your best is all you can do. Give it your all. Do your best, and wait for the manifestation of success. You are a winner, okay? So, guys, I hope you enjoyed this um, episode, um, How to Overcome the Fear of Failure. Um, Again, like I said, we all deal with it in some form, but just know that you can overcome it. You can succeed, um, you know, succeed in life you can do anything that you put your mind to take counsel from God okay take counsel from God and just trust and believe that you are created for greatness God said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made when he made you he took his time to create you understand this okay and I'm gonna let you guys go because I I got to get out of here but understand this right when God created everything in this world 
he created man last, right? And he created when he created everything before man, he said, let there be. And there was. But when he got to man, he said, let us. So God needed help to create you because he knew he was creating a masterpiece. He knew that when he was creating you, that he couldn't just speak you into existence. He had to put some physical, uh, some, uh, 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 he had to use his hands. He had to use his mind. He had to use every part of himself to create you because he didn't want to make a mistake when he created you. Although we know God don't make mistakes. He's a perfect being. But what I am saying is, um, what I am saying, when God got to us, he wanted, he wanted us to be exactly almost, uh, well, you know what a replica is, right? A replica is a, a copycat or a copy of anything that's authentic. But because God is authentic, he wanted us to be a replica of him. So if he have the power to create some things, if he have the power to change, you have that same thing. You have that same thing. Okay. So guys, thank you all for listening. I appreciate you so much. Y'all please share this podcast with your family and your friends. Please subscribe to it. You can follow me or you can subscribe to and also listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google play. I'm sorry, Apple play. Um, Google Podcasts, you can listen to it on Spotify, you can listen to it on um, Anchor, you can listen to it on um, several several other um, platforms, so you guys listen to it, y'all listen to it, please share, continue to support, I appreciate you guys, um, please go over on Instagram and follow me at um, Let's Be Real Irene. Um, you can also reach me at my, uh, at my, um, uh, I'm sorry, my email at irenecoats at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at irenecoats. Guys, thank you, y'all. Um, uh, make a sound decision to be great today, okay? Let's start today, um, <clears throat> with, um, you know, just doing some great things, okay? So, y'all. Have a wonderful day. Live, laugh, and be happy.